On this episode of Industry Relations, Rob and I discuss the disturbing allegations coming out of the SDR lawsuit. Let's go. This is Industry Relations, a podcast that's at the intersection of real estate and technology from an insider's perspective with Rob Hahn and Greg Robertson. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Industry Relations, the podcast by two unemployed guys. Uh, this is your first unemployed guy, Notorious Rob. Joining me, as always, is welcome to the ranks of the unemployed Mr. Fabulous Greg Robertson. That, that's that's an epic intro there. I, I think I'll, I'll beat that ever, man. Hola. It's funny because I was just, I was just telling... Um, uh, Myerden, that um, I, I showed up ten minutes early to the podcast, which I never do. I'm always like five minutes late. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Funny. And, and uh, I was I was doing it because I got this. You know, I had to get another notebook, and I was playing with it, and make sure all the things work. But um, yeah, yeah, man. I mean, I'm I was like, uh, it's like it's funny because I think right around yesterday I was like, what day is it? What? Is it? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, good lord. <laughs> Yeah, oh, we uh, we unemployed consultant uh, startup types would like to welcome you to the ranks. <laughs> oh, but you know, here's Christ. the thing, Matt. We we are we are we are in good company with 1.5 million realtors who wake up every day unemployed. Oh man, totally. You know, exactly, so right. They got to hustle too, for sure. They do. And speaking of that, I think we're gonna dive right in. Clearly, there's only one topic we have to address today. Uh, yeah. You know, I wrote this giant. Lang, long ass fucking thing about the insanity that has been going on in, in San Diego Associated Realtors. You know, this really hit the media because uh, four people have sued them. And therefore, we now have all the some of the details of what the shenanigans and the fucking insanity that's been going on under the uh, reign of former CEO Mike Mercure. Now, before I ask you for your take on this, Let's just make it clear. This is all being taken from just the complaint of a lawsuit of only the plaintiff side of the story. So just assume everything we say, other than our opinions, I suppose, is allegedly. Just say it is alleged. Allegations are allegedly, right? If it turns out – and here's the thing. I will just openly put this out there. If any of the defendants, any of – if Mike Mercurio, if the board wants to come on this podcast – and tell us their side of the story, please do. We'd be, we'd be happy to just hear your side of the story as well. We can only go by what is known today, right? And I think my opinions on some of the things are pretty clear. Um, so let's just put that out there. These are allegations. These are not yet proven facts, although the evidence is pretty fucking strong. Uh, oh, but anyway, man. so that's my opinion. Greg, what's your opinion? What's your take on this non this this situation you know yeah and just just again to to just not put a you know put a bow on that is that you know everybody deserves their day in court right everybody does so you know that's for sure for sure right and you know some things may seem crazy and that's the case in this in this thing where initially all these employees were fired or terminated and everybody probably jumped to the conclusion that they were bad employees but then you Find out more information. So it's nuts is the it's only way I can crazy. describe it. Now I've, I've always, you know, there's, there's been, you know, for, for my, my, my kind of 
worldview of this is starting back when Sandy Corp broke up, right? SDR was the biggest member of Sandy Corp. Sierra MLS right. was going to offer MLS services. That's what they do. It's the largest yep. MLS in California. They rose a big stink. Most of the, I think all the other San Diego associations went over with Sierra MLS, but SDR had to have their own MLS system. Um, other things I've heard from down there is that for, for, I think I heard from more than a few people that they were a big RPAC donor. Yeah. And where I thought the controversy was originally was that that I was reading was that some of the funds were being, you know, membership dues were like raised and like half of those or some percentage was going right to RPAC. Yeah. And that, not, and that wasn't legit, but it did, you know, raise their RPAC numbers, which gives them some sort of like, um, you know, big wig status with NAR and that, yep. and that kind of that kind of crowd, right? So um, that's where I thought it was going to. This shit that was, you know, um, I read your article. I didn't read the whole complaint. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's, it's kind of sad. It's that, truly, truly fucking sad, and it's enraging. yeah. Because, uh, and I go back, you know, and I'm, uh, you know, we let's just talk about our last podcast, and you know, where you're saying you wanted to give the CEO of NAR four years. Yep. Right. It comes from the ranks and yep. more and, and, and more power yep. than the current was to get things done. Now, I yep. think this is a case where you can see sometimes that, that can go really badly. Right. No, and, I and, completely disagree. Complete. And, and someone else texted me and raised this point. I'm like, if you have a four year term in elections, right. Instead of like, in other words, in this case, the board, hired Mike Mercurio and this shit has been going on for 10 fucking years, 10 years. And, and the if you board, read the I mean, where's the board? In the, and is it, I, it's hard to me to believe that those same guys are still there. They're all there. It's fucking crazy. I mean, and here's crazy. the thing, this board, I'm sorry. And I wrote this again, allegedly, whatever you want to tell your side of story, fine. Come and tell us the, your side of the story. This board is either complicit with Mercurio either. I mean, or, they're grossly negligent. Like they're asleep at the fucking wheel. Like there's no way that any rational direct, any rational like board of directors with a fiduciary duty to SDAR is not like, time out. Uh, what's this purchase at Panerai? Like, tell me how this is in our association. Like what? Like what does our association have to do with Mont Blanc and Louis Vuitton in Germany? Like no one, no one. Oh, Dude. So I'm. So anyway, I don't want to take it to our field. If this, if Mercurio was the president, had to be re- up for re-election every four years, and was doing this kind of shit, his opponent would have found out the details and been like, "Hey, everybody, don't vote for this guy what because are, what he's corrupt as fuck." What, what are you talking about, man? I mean, this is uh, you know, ten years now. The board, you know, nobody, nobody dredges up in the ten years here. Right? And you're saying to hide it with a complicit sure. board. And that's my point. There's no, there would have been no complicit board. Is my point. It would have gone to the voting vote anyway. But that's taking it aside. Well, let's do this. Why don't you? Why don't you lay out? I mean, you read it. You wrote an article. Oh my god! Maybe, why don't you just oh, give us the the high level view of like what went on here, so okay. everybody can kind of catch up. Okay. So the high level view again. I'm just going based on the complaint and the facts of reciting the complaint, right. and it's pretty goddamn damaging. Uh, long and short of it is for about ten years because they talk about. Uh, let me see. In or about March 2013, an SDAR board member overheard, quote, DK, 
I mean, it's I, we could probably figure out who that is because it's SDR's former chief financial officer in 2013, voicing concerns about Mercurial's theft and misuse of company assets. This is 2013. 2013, right? And this board member then reported that to Mercurio, who then lodged a complaint against the CFO, right? And then got the CFO fired by the board. Right. So the board didn't investigate this out. Like, hey, man, this motherfucker is stealing shit. Like, he's embezzling funds from the association. They didn't, they didn't investigate that. They fired the CFO, which right. then sends a clear signal throughout the entire organization. Hey, man, you know, don't, don't, don't blow the whistle if you value your job. So that's in 2013, okay? So a lot of this stuff has now come out because these four people that are suing, they're not like, you know, uh, executive assistants. They're not low-level guys. We're talking about the COO. We're talking about essentially the CFO is like the controller, right? The VP of uh, administration, which is like head of HR, and I think the fourth person, hold on, let me look it up, is, was the, da, 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 uh, was the, okay, uh, vice president of administrative service, HR, chief operating officer, controller, and chief marketing officer. <laughs> well, the executive staff, basically. This is the executive team, the entire senior executive team. Basically, they were fired earlier this year, terminated. And they brought this wrongful termination suit. And the facts that are coming out is it's it's insane. That basically Mike Mercurio, CEO, the former the former CEO, because they did finally get rid of him, right? Has essentially been plundering the association through a number of different ways. The two main ways apparently is one, they had this policy of cash out pay time off. Right. Where so here's one of the things I said is like That's, I don't I've yeah, what? I've never been part of a company that allowed this, me personally, right? And speaking to like, you know, other friends of mine, this is getting rare, like more and more rare. But the idea is if you have vacation days, you know how you're given a certain number of vacation days, right? And if you don't use them, you have the option of cashing out, in other words, getting paid, you know, your, your, your equivalent salary or, you know, some amount of monetary value instead of using those vacation days, right? So one of the primary ways that Mercurio, again, is alleged to have stolen money is he would cash out his PTO, but then the balance would never decrease. <laughs> it's like, what? So, so it's you know, essentially he had, you know, his, his, his vacation, his time off plan was was six months a year. He, 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 you know? it, it, dude, <laughs> according to this, it was five months. Like five, yeah. ten weeks base, and then an additional nine weeks. Suppose that the board granted, although there's nothing in writing about this grant of additional nine weeks, right? Uh, and then he would just cash it out, right? So on top of making a base salary of six hundred thousand dollars a year, what? Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay. On top of that. This motherfucker was supposedly cashing out something like a quarter million dollars a year in paid time off, and yet was still going on vacation because the the like the number would not come down. So that's primary. That's one primary method. Again, alleged. Hold on, I'm gonna go. I mean, San Diego CEO. Let me think about this. I'm 
who's, uh, you know, I, uh, do I need a job? <laughs> 600 K good Lord. Yeah. Yeah. There's all these allegations. Like even despite that he would miss meetings, he would be late. He would, he was like not actually like paying attention to his actual like job requirements. Well, who the hell knows? Like that's being alleged. And then the other main way was ex- abuse of expense accounts. Right. And the story there is just, it's a fucking, it's a soap opera. I mean, like somebody's going to make like a, you know, made for TV, some Netflix movie about this shit. So I want to read this to you because I just couldn't believe this. All right. Additionally, Mercury's abuse of company credit card was nothing short of shocking. A review of Mercury's September 22 Chase business card statement revealed the following purchase among others, $3,879 at Louis Vuitton. $10,236 $10,236 at Chanel, $11,313 at Unicorn Jewelry, $5,000 at Sunrise Aviation, which is private jets, $2,117 at Ritz Laguna, Dana Point, $2,340 at Segerstrom Center for the Arts. I have no idea what Segerstrom Center for the Arts. I mean, you live in that area. What is that? Yeah, well, that's uh, we, we have season tickets there. It's like, you know, plays and, and, and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, among others, uh, October, he charged $18,750 at Panerai Costa Mesa and $3,060 at Tumi. Okay, Panerai. What the hell is Panerai? It's a watch company. Oh, okay. Yeah, luxury sorry. Luxury yeah, that's right. Company. That's right. Yeah. Right. What the hell is he buying a watch like that? I mean, $18,000 watch. He claims that he was buying these as gifts to board members. What? What? How can I get a be a, I mean, these board members get fucking Panerai watches? So there are two things. Number one, the plaintiff said that no one's ever seen the board members show up with Panerai watches. Okay. But here's my thing. Because this board is now highly suspect, somebody needs to go fucking do an audit on these board members. Be like, yeah. what'd you get? Yeah. Right. What'd you get? Can we, can we see claim? your, you know, can we see your house? Do you have some Louis Vuitton shit at your house? You know, that maybe were bought. But that's a whole other thing, right? Dude, there's this, there's, so in that line, this is one of my, so the craziness makes sense to this. Supposedly, again, it is alleged, okay, that Mercurio had a quote, special relationship. <laughs> so Mercurio's relationship. married. Okay. He's okay. married. Special yeah. relationship. So clearly, some sort of a sexual, it's a mistress, right? Okay. With a with a woman, uh, uh, a former SDR employee. Okay? okay. Who then left SDR? You know, and I looked at her LinkedIn. Her name is Hillary Wright. I mean, I can say that because it's in the fucking complaint. It's public record, right? I used to be an SDR employee, right? Who then left that bef- like less than a year, and then went to work for Sharp Electronics. Okay, which is like a technology, you know, one of the like uh, office supply. Yeah, it sounds you know, like computers a computers like and laptops. Company. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And then the allegation is Mercurio is making substantial purchases through Sharp laptops, copiers, TV, etc., that were not needed <clears throat> so his girlfriend could earn significant commissions. On top of that, this is now this story fucking like whoa what this is, this is a this is a Netflix movie this, this is, is a Netflix, totally Netflix movie. movie okay check this out so sometime in 2022 Mercurio t- 
took right his girlfriend with him on a official trip to Germany. Why San Diego Association people need to go to Germany? Somebody just explained that to me, because European countries, as we both know, they don't have realtor associations. They don't have MLSs. Okay, but he took her to Germany, where and SDR paid for her first class trip as a consultant. Let me stop there. I'm a consultant. Okay. Yeah, where's my call? Uh, yeah, I'm a consultant, dude, and I have flown first class. Right, I'm not gonna lie, but it's negotiated in the agreement because it's a long trip. It's international, whatever. That's number one, and all of those are in some sort of a fucking consulting agreement. I would think somebody needs to show. Rights consulting agreement with SDAR for that trip. Yeah. So it takes her as a consultant with the board's approval. Okay. Uh, on this trip to Munich. Now, hold on. Now, wasn't, if I remember correctly, what weren't other board members <laughs> on that trip as well? Bingo. Bingo. There were three board members who went on that trip. Yeah. Okay. They went on that trip. While they're in Germany, this is one of my favorite parts. I wrote about this. <clears throat> he charged the following items to the Chase corporate credit card, among others. $3,500 at Bulgari, $4,700 at Mont Blanc, $5,100 at Mont Blanc, $5,100 at Boutique Berluti, $15,000 at Chanel, $8,000 I wonder who got that Chanel stuff, huh? You wonder. Okay. Now, the final thing that just made me laugh, I'm like, what the fuck, was fourteen, almost $14,000 to CBP Detroit. What is CBP Detroit? Customs Border Protection Detroit. $14,000 in customs fines. Why would you have to pay a custom fine? Because I don't know if you ever traveled overseas, but you have to declare when you're bringing shit into the Yeah, country, yeah, I know. Right? I just got back. Yeah, yeah. Right. If it's over $800, you have to pay import duties. Well, all it's that when shit you- is over $800. And if you fail to declare and they find it, then they confiscate it unless you pay a fine. What that means is this motherfucker failed to declare all this luxury shit he bought in he this lied. Germany trip, lied about it, got found out, and the customer's like, yeah, we're going to confiscate all this. Like, okay, I'll just pay the fine and charge that to the fucking corporation. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Again, these are just some of the details. The other stuff that comes out of this, of this complaint, which is truly enraging, is the board knew about it. All of Well, they were there on the trip, I'm sure. They were there on the trip. They approved this girlfriend to go with him, right? The board knew about it. And then, again, uh, the allegations are in October, these four people, the, it, the you know, the whatever. And there's all these stories of like, like they went and talked. Um, you know, they went and notified the board, like, we got a real problem. And the board's like, no, just go along with it or whatever. They finally sent a letter, right, to Want the board. Documented. Yeah, of course. Documenting all of this with, like, receipts, screenshots. Like, they, they, they brought the receipts, right? <laughs> Said, here's what Mike's been doing. Here's all the problems. So board says, okay, we're going to investigate. Clearly, they have, I mean, you know, you have a written document. You think so, yeah, for you sure. You think... Guess who they investigate? Who? The whistleblowers. They investigated these four people, right? 
like the lawyer that they hired to investigate was like asking them all sorts of questions like okay well do you have an like what about this and and they're like wait why are you late last thursday by that kind of shit right yeah and then and then they retaliate against them right like we're gonna you know make remove all these direct reports to you you know you can't do come to the strap planning anymore you don't have any you can't create the budget documents all this shit right and then finally fire them now these so since this broke this this uh lawsuit was filed july 27th i think so this is like last week it was filed like a week or two ago okay they san diego just like they have a new ceo and this fucking ceo wrote this like letter to the membership like you know some turning new page which i read and that letter is fucking enraging right because it's pretending like oh you know like whatever we're gonna work for the be good of the i mean i could read it i suppose you know i mean but 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 it's the same and the board members are the same they're the same fucking people who are still on the board not one of these guys have resigned and i'm like yo i would have resigned out of shame out of shame right Uh, so let me read this like this is incredible shit uh for example on this point hold on where's and while uh, you're looking for that, I mean, I'm looking yeah. at his Mike McCurr's LinkedIn profile, and this guy was an assistant prosecuting attorney. Yeah, he was. He's a lawyer. He's, he's a lawyer. Yeah, he was also a GAC. It looks like or director of government affairs at Cincinnati yeah. Board of Realtors. But he, you know, here it is. He, he was. Uh, looks like for four years he was assistant prosecuting attorney. Yeah, I mean, just crazy. Yeah. All right, so I found it. Here we go. Check this out. Powell, okay? I think it's Frank Powell, right? Who at the time was on the boards in 2022 was the president-elect, right? Powell. So hold on. He was on the board too. Oh, yeah, for a long well, time. What the hell? How is this guy the fucking CEO now? No, no, he's not the CEO. No, this is what I'm getting oh. at. So this is Powell. But, I'll read but this. But how long has Powell been on? Is he Was he on the board while all this was going on? Of course. Then you don't get to be president-elect if you haven't been on the board for a long time. You know, know how associations work. I mean, Jesus. I mean, no. So here, but I want to read. This is so enraging, okay? Coincidentally, in September 2022, Powell began expressing concern over Mercurial and his general indifference to the association, as well as lack of involvement in the association's day-to-day activities. Let me pause. This is a man getting paid $600,000 a year to be the CEO of the association, and apparently... He's a generally indifferent, lack of involvement. All right, continuing. Given these concerns, board president-elect Powell came by Pena's office. Pena is one of the people suing, invited her to lunch so he could tell him more about what's going on. During this lunch, Powell told Pena that Mercurio was a crook and a con man and openly discussed whether Mercurio should be arrested. Remarkably, while conceding uh, to Pena that Mercurio was a criminal, Pe- Powell took a don't-worry-about-it stance and advise her she could be Mother Teresa or she could keep her job. Now, hold, hold the on. Fuck? So this, hold on. This is the guy that's in charge of SDR now? He is currently the president of SDR's board. Currently. He was president-elect last year when this all And this down. is the guy Hold on. It goes up. Okay. All right. No, no. Hold Go on. Ahead. In the next breath, Powell assured Pena her job was safe. The board members knew Mercurio was a crook, and they thought highly of Pena. Incredibly... Powell likened the association to the mafia <coughs> and advised Pena to join the mafia. Dude, 
This is your current, say San Diego Associated Realtors members. This is your current president who called your association the mafia. Allegedly. Allegedly. And he is currently the president. He hasn't resigned out of shame. He hasn't come clean about any of this shit. What in the fuck is going on? Yeah. Dude. I speechless, right? Speechless. I don't I can't it's so incredible. I I just don't um I don't believe you. <laughs> I know. Dude, I know, if right? it wasn't like, written in a document like with receipts attached, I wouldn't believe me. Like this this like, come on. Come on now. That's crazy. There's no way. Yeah. I mean I, I just I don't I can't um I can't fathom this level of of corruption really. Yeah. Yeah. I I like what just so effing blows my mind is that you have the president the president elect calling his own organization the mafia. <sighs> So going back to all those realtors waking up every day unemployed, and the reason why I'm so angry about this, why I'm so passionate, is a lot of my friends are those realtors. Yeah, you know, a lot of my, and especially with the market this year, like they're suffering. You know, they're hustling, yeah. they're working their asses off. Like none of these people, like okay, you, like we get it. There are some realtors who are very wealthy or very successful. I get it. The vast majority of realtors are not your fucking you know, selling sunset bitches. You know what I mean? Like these are these are hardworking, making like fifty thousand dollars a year. You know, their 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 credit card bills are piling up while they're waiting for the commission check to clear. Like those are the people who are paying dues into this goddamn the mafia. Are you kidding me? And these are the people in charge of this association, dude. Now, wasn't there on. also, if I remember, was the guy also? somehow um paying his kids um private oh, yeah, school yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And, okay how does that i mean how does that happen how do you do that uh yeah so they they found yeah he he built his kids private school tuition to the association. Was it an error or something? Or? No, no, no. He called it a travelocity. He tried to make it like it was a travel receipt. Oh my God. Yeah. And then what about the, um, there's something about e he was selling items on eBay. Yeah. I mean, this. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of those luxury goods e that he was buying. Yeah. He was selling them on eBay. He went to one of his executives and says, you know, sell this on eBay for me. I'll give you 10%. Now was that where was that money going back to SDR? Did no, you realize? Of course not. Of course not. Of course not. Oh so God. I guess the only conclusion you could reach again, if all and all these things are true, then SDR really was nothing more than a criminal organization. Well, for Mercurio you don't do shit like pay your kids' tuition, sell shit on eBay, ask your exec, unless you know you're untouchable. Right. So there's exactly. got to be some, like you say, some level exactly. of 
of being complicit, the board, uh, he just there's he no can do anything he want because there's no question. obviously they're firing anybody that brought that's right any sort of thing to him, right? right? So he just he felt he felt un yeah. untouchable. They fired the right? guy in 2013. They fired another guy in 2020, and then now they fired these four in 2023. Yeah. This is going on for 10 years. And then now some of the weirdness, some of the bizarre shit that we, you're not about to know, both know just from the industry, like some of the lawsuits that SDR was involved in, how they there were multiple attempts to do mergers. Right. right? And they all went down like, of course you can't. Why would this guy want to give up his gig, man? He's not got it fucking that, made. Not only that, dude, if you're in a merger, you know this, you got to open the books. Yeah. Oh, you got to let the other good, people good point. see your financials. Like, yeah. yeah, no wonder none of those things happen. Imagine opening these books to an outside, some third party accountant. It's like, wait a minute, time out. What's this? <laughs> what? Oh, man. It's this hard a, to believe. It's hard to again, believe. Again, to your point. They deserve their day in court. I would love to hear that side of the story because right now, based on the facts, with receipts, with printouts, with receipts, this is a criminal organization. It yeah. is, in fact, the mafia, as the president of the association himself called it, and the president is still there. Most of the board members are still there. Here's what I've learned since I published this because I've gotten – Oh, okay. Here we go. The scoop. The scoop right. now. I obviously can't say where who's from whatever. Supposedly – over the years, there have been a number of directors who got on the board, learned what was going on, and immediately started trying to do something about it. They all got pushed out, okay, and then cut out. Like, they were not even allowed to run again. So, uh, democracy my ass, right? This notion that the board represents a membership, my ass, right? Oh, man. And I'm waiting for some of those honest directors to come forward now. Not not to me. Like, who the fuck am I? I'm some random-ass blogger. Having said that, if they want to come on this show, I would oh, welcome be any awesome. of them. I would yeah. welcome any of them. But they need to be going and talking to the press. They need to go talk to, like, the actual journalists in our industry. The I want screenplay role. rights. That's all I care about right now. Yeah. I mean, this is this is crazy. Dude, start writing it up, man. <laughs> you know, sell it to Netflix. You got time on your hands. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, dude, like it's, we, I, we need some of the people who know, right, to start coming out and being public about it, because this shit is unreal and unbelievable. But so I, I mean, mean, we could go so, on and on. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, how how do you? What should have been done? How do you fix this? How how I mean, if the board and and I mean, this honestly reminds me of. Uh, something currently going on in international politics right if everybody is complicit in all this stuff i mean how do you how do you how do you check a a, a figure you know a, an executive level person if everybody else is in on the fucking scam right and it's just like this this there's only one way perfect storm right i mean yeah. oh, there's I, only one comes. way here it comes. No, there's only one way and it, it, to your point it kind of reflects our national politics to some ex extent as well you got to burn it down you got to burn it down and start over. Yeah. So uh, I think I've already said on my thing um, uh, what I think should happen probably is 
I think, first of all, if I'm a member of SDAR, thank God I'm not a member. Could you, like, shit. If I'm a member, I'd be bringing a lawsuit right now. Yeah. Not against SDAR, right? Against those directors individually for breach of fiduciary duty. Then I would sue every every person who was directed the last 10 years because you got to prove that you did not breach fiduciary duty to me. Because how do you see this? How do you know that this shit is happening and not do a thing about it? That is clearly a breach. Yeah. Clearly. So I would sue all of it individually. Clearly, you have to get rid of the entire board of directors. Yes. Yeah, I don't. I, have to. I can't understand how anybody who's been there in the last, you know, four years or whatever it is. I mean, is it's still? I mean, I I don't know what their terms are for those guys, but uh, there had to be a crew be a, that. Of course. Well, yeah, they probably listen. We got. He's got his core group of five, six oh, of people. Course. Those he they probably changed the rules so he can keep those fucking that that cabal going for sure. Who knows, right? But the 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 only way you like you got to get rid of the entire board. This new CEO of theirs, uh, maybe he's honest. I don't fucking know. All I know is that he's been appointed by the mafia. Right. Okay, right. so that, that's a little bit of... So there's the head of the board, and then there's a new CEO, right? Now, the new CEO wasn't part of the board before. I don't know. I've heard... Again, I've gotten a lot of texts and emails and you know messages. I heard that guy used to be on the board. That he's part of the mercurial inner circle. That's just rumor. So, so you know what? Here's here's what here's what could here's what they need to do right now. They need to do a financial audit and publish it. Like their side of the story. You want to tell your side? Fine. Hire an independent third party. And by the way, this is my recommendation for every other association. You need to hire an independent third-party law firm, independent third-party accounting firm to come in and do a financial audit of SDAR and to prove that this current CEO is not a crook. Because I, I am not willing to take his word for it, not, not when it comes to SDAR. I'm just not. Right. These board members, they need to prove that they're not a crook. And maybe that's and, and I know it's unfair because I'm sure some of them, most of them are probably honest people trying to do the right thing. Sorry. You, you you were hanging out with a criminal, so you now need to prove that you're not. I think that's right. I, I'm sorry. I think that's fair. If it turned out that like, so you and I are doing this podcast. If it turned out that like, I was a criminal, you're gonna have to prove that you're not. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's just how it goes. Right? It looks like I'm looking at, at his name is Corey Shepard. I'm looking yeah. at the LinkedIn profile, and he was a director at STR from 2010 to 2013. Well, so this is. Before, I guess, 2013 this, is when that then that former right, CFO so he, DK that was, was last, fired. That was his last year there. Okay. So he was there in 2013. So yeah, yeah sorry, but, sorry. Well, you I mean, got to you got to prove some shit. You got to. In other words, I'm yeah. sorry. At this point, you you don't get the benefit of the doubt. You do in the law. Nobody right? does. Yeah, but, but yeah, nobody, in, the, in, in the in the court of public opinion in the industry, I'm sorry, you don't get the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, you don't. Right. So. That's SDAR. What do you have to do? You, I think I would sue them individually. I And here's why. I think if I'm a broker in SDAR, I'm, I, I leave. Right? I leave. Because NAR rules provide for board of choice, right? Fuck it. Why do I need to keep paying dues into this 
into the mafia, into this corrupt organization. I'll just go join. Well, it, it, like, and I think you're very smart in saying, like, this does rule out or or bring into question why stuff like, you know, they have, an, you know, when all the other associations went to CRMLS and these guys mm-hmm. didn't and they put mm-hmm. up all these reasons, it could be just because, you know, he wanted to keep his freaking, uh, his allegedly, you know, criminal enter- enterprise of going, course. right? Of course, and here's the thing, man. If you lose the MLS, then you can't keep the, you can't keep the money coming in. Yeah, right. So that now it makes perfect sense. A lot of the weird shit that we've been hearing out of San Diego over the last ten years, it makes perfect sense now, right? Because it right. was just a, a slush fund for you know buying luxury goods and watches. Yeah, just crazy, right? I like okay, like that's what it is. So, which means if I'm a broker in SDR right now, I get the fuck out. I join a different local. Right. If I'm an agent in SDAR, I go to my broker and say, we need to leave SDAR. And my broker says, no, we're not going to do that. Then you're a crook too. You're supporting this thing. I'm just, I'll leave. I'll join a different, I'll join a different brokerage. Right. For that matter, I think the membership, the brokers themselves, they need to be demanding. They need to be like, Asking NAR to decertify SDAR as a realtor organization. Like, right. talk about fucking shit. Like, talk about black paint. You're going to go out there and talk about realtors are ethical and we believe in the code of ethics. And this, this is your association. Are you like, who the fuck's going to believe that? Right. So, you, NAR wants to talk about protecting the realtor brand. Hey, man, you could start with doing something about SDAR. I'm sorry. I, I, it's just my personal opinion, and I'm heated. I get it. I don't think I'm speaking just for myself, though. You yeah. cannot, as NAR, talk about realtors being code of ethics and the paragon of virtue, and you allow SDAR to be the local realtor association. You can't. You cannot. So yeah, decertify them. CAR state level. I don't know what they, what kind of power they have. They got some kind of power. Do something about SDAR. That's my take. Right. If you don't, do not do. If you don't, then that's fine. We're. I mean, who the hell am I? Who the hell are we? Right. Couple talking heads. All right. But here's what I can say: If you do nothing about this, then don't come and like tell me that realtors are are whatever. Like, don't just don't even pretend. Well, I mean, you know, the other part about this, and it's you know, we we kind of joke about it before, and 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 it's the topic that shall be unnamed is, you know, with NAR's got, you know, a little bit of their own problems. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And yeah. you know, it's, it, it's like, if you, uh, you never want to throw, uh, rocks in a glass house. Right. Um, they've had, you know, with on a surface level looks like very, very problematic things. Yeah. Um, going on. Yeah. So uh, here's so, the thing. There's something I said in my post. And I'm like, yes, I think it's entirely unfair because you know a lot of these people, right? The men and women who are association execs, MLS CEOs who serve on the board. I know hundreds of them. Just about everyone I've ever interacted with, I'm, I would, you know, I would be willing to get up in court and testify to their character. Right? These are like some of the, some of the most ethical, like some of the really upstanding, like great, great people, right? Here's the thing. If you are one of them, you need to actually proactively now do an investigation on yourself 
do a financial audit on yourself and publish the membership. I'm sorry, it sucks. It fucking blows. But here's the thing. It happened in SDAR, right? It is not... How do I put this? Let's put it this. It's human nature then to wonder, is it happening in my association? Yeah. Right? Well, you know, it's funny. Over the years, what I've always heard, and and I've had a few uh, association execs. I'm not sure if it's MLS execs, but I would say maybe two that told me some stories privately about how they were treated by board of directors and then later on ousted, right? And some of the stuff sure. borderlined on some, you know, petty stuff. Mm-hmm. Some, you know, female uh, CEO leaders would talk about sexual harassment. Sure. Yeah. Kind of things there. But wanting to stay in the space, they 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 kept quiet, right? Because yep. these are volunteer people and yep. they, they're not professional people. Yep. Right. And this, you know, goes back to some of our other conversations. Yeah. You know, maybe some of the more sophisticated um, associations and and uh, MLS has put their their leadership through training and sure. fiduciary responsibility and that kind of thing. But at the end of the day, these are just randos you picked from, you know, whatever. Yep. And they, you know, they they might not understand, you know, what professional fucking contact conduct is. Yeah, but they understand and, and what criminality they can, they can is. Easily manipulated, right? Yeah, I mean, right, but they, they understand what criminality is. Yeah. You yeah, know, I mean, like, but, but, but when, when, yeah, who knows? I mean, look again. To me, it's, it's the, not the that complicated. The people is, is, no, I is get you. shocking to me. No, I like get I said, you. This, this reflects in our national politics it com- as well. It completely reflects I mean, on just- everybody. No, hold on. So I don't want to lose sight of this because this part's important. I'm saying right now, and I've said it in print, I'll say it again in, in a podcast. If you are an association executive, you must, like tomorrow, go to your board and say, I demand that we do a self-investigation and a self-audit. Because I got nothing to hide. And I need our members to know that we are not San Diego. I need our members to have faith that you, board members, and me, that we're clean. And it sucks that you have to prove you're clean. It totally does. Right? And like I said, I know these people. And I know they're clean. I know they're good people. And it sucks. And I'm raged. I'm enraged for them that they have to go defend their reputation. Sorry, that is what Mercurio and the San Diego board now has done to you. So you need to do that. Because if you don't, again, you don't have to listen to me, right? If you don't do that, then don't bitch that your members go, you're probably a crook too. Right? Yeah. Because at this point, you know, it's the, it's like the whole one bad apple. Yeah, it is one bad yeah. apple. I'm confident of it, right? Well, but, it wasn't. I mean, <laughs> it, well, it spread for sure. But what I mean is like, if it's one bad apple, the problem is then the rest, like, it, that's what I do. If I bite into an apple, it's like rotten. I look at the rest of the apples in the bag to make yeah. sure it's not rotten. You got It's yeah. going to happen, guys. So if you are, obviously, the vast majority of people listening to us are not members of San Diego Associate Realty. You know, they're not directly involved. Here's the thing. Y'all need to go, like, proactively come out and be like, here are our books. Here's, you know, here's my receipts. Like, I'm not... I'm not defrauding anybody. Like, there's no criminal activity going on here, right? There's no shenanigans going on here. If you are not willing to do that, then I'm sorry. 
it is fair at this point for us to think there's probably shenanigans going on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Sorry. And that, by the way, does include NAR, which is what you brought up, right? There's all these things happening. You're not willing to do a full self-audit, a full like, here it is. Then, yeah, probably there's some shenanigans going on. Well, what happens is I think, you know, what do they say? It's it's never the crime. It's the cover-up, right? Exactly. Right. Exactly. And I'm not saying anybody I know is, you know, at, at, you know, obviously everybody wants their day in court. I don't know what sure, I get they it. are. It's just a, a little side thing I was talking I about. Get it. But, you know, it, somehow light finds a way, right? And the, well, the, yeah, the truth gets out, right? So Eventually. Yeah. You, you, can, yeah. you can't keep a criminal conspiracy going for the song. I know we got to wrap, but here's, I want, I want to make one final point about this because of what I've learned since publishing this. It's not in the complaint, right? What I've learned is that a number of directors in, in San Diego tried to do something about it. They were then pushed out and then prevented from running again. And I do know that a number of realtor associations have this thing where there's like a committee or there's like the application process to run for the board. You have to go through like a committee and they right. get qualified and blah, blah, blah. Right. I now believe that that is wrong. I believe that that maybe it was created for good purpose, good intentions, because you don't want some crazy, you know, crazy ass to be like, talk about national politics, right? You don't want some crazy moron to be able to run and win. Having said that, it can too easily be subverted for this type of shenanigans. I actually think if you that can that can keep the cabal correct. Correct. Yeah, in place. Yeah. So if you have some capacity, and I think the biggest one of this is NAR recently, because I just learned about this, <clears throat> just decertify whatever prevented uh, Lee Brown from running uh, for first vice president. Uh, you know what? Maybe that was out of legitimate purposes. But the fact that a committee can prevent someone from running for office likely is a sign of a problem. Likely. So the next thing I'll say is NAR, your local state, if your association has some mechanism by which you're preventing people from running for the board or running for office, uh, I would then be asking very hard for a full self-audit, right? Uh, then, okay, then prove to me this is not the cabal trying to keep power to itself so they could plunder the, the treasury. Yeah. Right? Prove that to me. And then fine. Okay, if you can prove it, and we'll, we keep this in place. If you can't, if you won't do that self-audit, at a minimum, you need to get rid of that requirement. That whole, like, we get to pick who gets to run for office. That's utter horseshit. Because these associations are membership organizations. These are volunteer leaders, to your point, who are elected. They're supposed to be this idea of democracy. Then fucking let democracy happen, right? If you think somebody's not qualified, then run a campaign. And be like, this person's not qualified. But to say you're not allowed to run, there's something going on. The minute any association, any of us says you are not allowed to run for office, I would be looking real hard to see if there's a cabal. Yeah. And now that NAR's done this, it's time for somebody to take a look at NAR and be like, is there a cabal? Is there something going on there? Time for an audit, y'all. Time for an audit. I I, I agree with you to a point. I mean, I'm not sure if I would really... um you know, complain much if, if I did, if the board didn't allow a Nazi to run for office there. Why but, not? I mean, I understand what you're saying in, in yeah. purpose. Just yeah. say this person's a Nazi. Don't vote for this person. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But to say you can't run, 
that's too much too much in that. and again this got revealed like i didn't i knew about those i did i didn't occur to me that that was such a huge problem until this happened and i'm now hearing from people oh yeah they use this in order to keep themselves in power and keep the potential reformers out. I'm like, okay, well, after this, now you got to justify that rule. Now you got to justify that we get to pick who gets to run, right? And it, look, like I said, it's real easy to justify it. Go do the self-audit and publish it. Yeah. Do that. But if you don't, right. shut up. Anyway. Man, I got all heated. Normally, you get that heated, you know. No, I, I, no. I mean, it's it's obviously, it's just a travesty. And it's, again, it's so surreal. It's right? so bad. So, yeah. It's so bad. So, look, um, my heart goes out to the membership of SDAR. My heart goes out to the brokers and agents there because, like I said, I know how hard y'all work for your money. Yeah. The fact that this has now been allegedly, you know, stolen from that fucking blows. Hopefully, you guys could uh, get some good counsel and solve that. As industry-wide, like I said, it. I'm so angry for you know my friends who are associate execs who I know to be incredibly honest, like ethical people. I, it sucks that they have to now prove that they're ethical. I'm sorry, you kind of have to. That's just, you know, don't blame me. Don't blame you know your members. Blame blame these scumbags. That's how I look at it. So sad, sad story, but uh, you know. Maybe we'll next week we'll try and do a funny one. Maybe yeah, we'll try to do a fun one next week. You know, because it's after Inman. Maybe we'll just tell Inman stories. You know, something like that. Okay, I might have a few. I might have a few. <laughs> All right, man. Well, thanks everybody for uh, listening yep. to me rant. I guess and listening to us. Thanks everybody, and uh, peace. Listen, content is everything. Two Brothers Creative makes it look easy. Right now, business owners really only have two options. The first option is hire a big firm. Now, this big firm's gonna come in, make you think that they invented all the algorithms and start charging you thousands of dollars every month. You don't wanna do that. Second option is to do it yourself. Well, that means you gotta learn SEO, SEM, copywriting, marketing techniques on the web. Ugh, you should be really focusing on your own product. But now there's a third option. It's called content in a box. Give Two Brothers Creative 30 minutes a week and they'll handle everything. Plus, they'll show you how to bring it in-house later on. They'll rebuild your marketing foundation and give you tools and techniques and a new marketing playbook that'll actually produce real results and help you grow your business. Two Brothers Creative will give you the confidence and know-how to tell the SEOs and SEMs and all those other acronyms to get fucked. You're in control now. Get started today at thecontentbox.com.